Hey guys, good evening everyone. Uh, how is your Thursday coming along? So it is the second day of the 12th month. The year is 2021 and I am super, super, super excited to be bringing you my first ever podcast guest. Hey, you don't want to see the guy I am with. <laughs> this man with me here is super handsome. By the way, you look so cute. Oh my God, he's a man of God, by the way. Don't think I am trying to... To make him fall i am not i am just telling him the truth he's he's so neat he's so smart and i am here feeling like i did not really dress up for this occasion anyway you guys i am super excited to be bringing you my first guest and i just hope that you will enjoy this learning 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 podcast today it's all about youths and god and spirituality and religion and basically everything to do with us so you guys get your pen get your notebook Get your Bible with you and be ready to learn. Be ready to have the grace of God manifest in this particular podcast. So welcome, welcome, welcome. And then I just remembered that I am always forgetting to introduce myself for those new listeners that I get every new episode. So my name is Wangare Thuo, commonly known as ST, and I am the person behind this cute voice that you are hearing and it is time i told my guest to introduce himself so emoj it is your chance tell my fans and the world your name and where you are from and yes karibu sana feel welcome and feel at home ah thank you so much thank you so much you know i always love making fun of the word when i hear someone calling me emoji it always signifies you know those emojis So every time someone calls me emoji, what comes to mind is emoji. So anyway, um, I'm Steven Mwangi. I am born again and I love Jesus Christ so much as my personal savior. I am a missionary of the gospel of Jesus and I'm a high school minister. This is what I am called for. This is my passion because I know young people, you and I, by the way, even if you hear I'm a minister and a high school minister and all that, trust you i am a young person and it's because i know that we are the leaders of today not the leaders of tomorrow not just in church not just in christendom but in the business world uh because we are anyway we are meant to take over all aspects of the of the world after all creation awaits our manifestation but anyway um my host thank you so much for having me here you are welcome Uh, when I first heard about podcast, I thought we are doing an interview live on air. But anyway, it is well. It is well. So um, allow me to pray and as we start. And I know that our hearts will be ministered to. Praise the Lord. Amen. So King of Glory, we thank you. We bless you this hour. Thank you for every listener who is listening today, tomorrow, and whichever time, Lord, they will listen uh create from our timeline or any other timeline and i pray that god we're going to minister to them every one of them and right now i speak a shifting in the atmosphere king of glory in the hearts of men let their hearts be fertile for the word let their minds be ready let there be a shifting in their minds in their thinking in their conscience oh god in the name of jesus christ and any of our listeners lord who is having problems physically uh spiritually emotionally mentally lord i speak healing right now the grace that is present to heal you called us to speak healing 
I release healing right now in the name of Jesus. Anyone who is struggling in one way or the other, God, I am praying that let there be a shifting in their lives in the name of Jesus. Anyone who is, who is in need of a financial breakthrough, Father, even finances, let them walk in financial dominion in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. We love you and we honor you. In Jesus' name we give thanks. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Guys, if you think I am so eloquent in speech, oh my God, I hope you heard that. This guy is just superb. His English is top-notch. It's not like mine is bad, but I hope you now understand the way I have some very good English-speaking friends. I am so impressed by the way. Welcome, man of God. And on to serious business, I really have this one burning question. Can you please talk to a person that is tempted to become or is already unequally yoked. Like today we are having situations of, you've heard young people say that Christian brothers or other Christian men are not romantic or they are just not fascinating to date. So what, what do you have to say to those young people my age and younger or slightly older? that are tempted to become unequally yoked just because they want to fit into the world or just because they want to experience romance in worldly terms. Yeah, maybe we can start with that particular question. Well, I will answer this way. First, man's greatest problem is vacancy of heart. When your heart is void, all right, before I go there, I think it's, it's easier for me to go to this point First of all, when you are a Christian and you know what the word says, then there are things you're not supposed to do because you see, you're not living for yourself. Your life is not your own. You are bought at a price. So the moment you forget that you are born, you are bought at a price, then boom, we lose you. Now you're asking me about being unequally yoked. Matthew's scripture doesn't say being equally yoked. It says unequally yoked, meaning there will be no balance. Now, let me ask a question. I'm a Christian, and my host here is Muslim. When we get married, now, to which religion will she turn to, or will I turn to? Does she become Christian, or do I become Muslim? That's the first thing you need to ask. Secondly, let even say that this person doesn't even have, not even born again, is not a Muslim, is just there, just tossed to and, to and fro. So, and I and I wonder, you see, one of the one of the uh, aspects of marriage that I love so much is that marriage is meant to be a little heaven down here on earth, because when God was instituting marriage, he instituted it according to the patterns of Christ and the church. Mm-hmm. Now, if you are unequally yoked with an unbeliever, trust me, you will still go to heaven, but you will enjoy some bit of hell here on earth. True. That one I can promise. You will enjoy some bit of hell here. Character development served hot. You will be served hot with mm-hmm. some salad extra. Mm-hmm. And, and why? It's not because the other person is not good, but it's because one, your thought processes do not align. Two, your spirits do not align. Now, how do I convince my host here, who is in a relationship with me, 
how do I convince her that I want to pray, but she doesn't understand I want to pray? Because to her, prayer is just meaningless. So how do I convince her when I just want some time alone with God? How do I convince? You see, to her, God will become a burden. And God is not meant to be a burden. He's meant to be enjoyed. So, first of all, if you're in such a relationship, um, many times I don't like saying this, but allow me to say it. Every relationship that is not godly, let it come to an end right on Jesus' name. By the authority and mandate given to me as a man of God, let it come to an end. You see, uh, there's something that scripture says, for you are once in darkness, and now you're walking in light. And so you must walk circumspectly. That means you must walk as one who is in the light. And the people around you, this is what I always tell my listeners, that you must be on fire for God so much that sinners become both comfortable and uncomfortable around you. What does that mean? They are comfortable around you because of what you give them, of who you are pointing them to. Yet they must be uncomfortable in their sinful nature. Now, if that is your uh, friend, then what about the one you're in a relationship with? How are they supposed to behave? Mm-hmm. And uh, you see, if you're not born again, and you will tell me, man of God, but I want to if I'm in a relationship with this person, I will evangel- I will evangelize, I will bring them to Jesus. I call that nonsense. You cannot, how do you, how do you evangelize to the devil? I mean, how? Let's ask ourselves these questions. You see, if you couldn't make to evangelize to them while you are not in a relationship with them, what makes you think you will evangelize to them when you're in a relationship? After all, you don't pet every spirit. You test every spirit. You do not pet every spirit. Underline that. Don't pet every spirit. No matter how nicely dressed it is, no matter how much it's slaying, no matter what kind of English it's speaking, don't pet every spirit. Mm-hmm. Test. Oh, and some spirits will come swinging hips left, right, and center. Oh my but God. trust you me, mm-hmm. that's an expressway to hell. What does the Bible say? You know, Sometimes I, I, I go through the Bible and I, especially the book of Proverbs. And trust you me, when you go through the book of Proverbs, sometimes you will see that you're the fool that the Bible is talking about. Proverbs will, you will find that people are being called fools in Proverbs. And you might just be reading and you might find you're the fool. Wow. What does the Bible say in Proverbs? Many places. Watch out for the adulterous woman. Watch out for the adulterous woman. Why is it saying that? Because this adulterous woman, it's not necessarily a prostitute. It's not literally an adulteress, but it's simply someone you're not equally yoked together with. Someone who is not your wife. Someone who you're not conjoined in spirit together. That's an adulterous woman. And we also have adulterous men. Mark that. And uh, you will just get lost. Trust you me. Unless you want to enjoy some bit of heaven here and some bit of heaven up there or anyway if you're ready to enjoy some bit of hell kindly go for it you can just become an equally yoked no yeah. one will really beat you up for it nobody will beat you up for it by being an equally yoked 
after all, you're having the devil as your father-in-law. Anyway, hey, go hey, ahead. Hey, underline that. You are having the devil as your father-in-law. And by the way, maybe it is important I mention, lions, both from the tribe of Judah and the other tribe, they have they all roar. So just because someone comes to you, spirit, he's, he's so nicely clad in spirit field. He also speaks in tongues and basically everything. Does not necessarily mean that you will be equally yoked. Like he said, do not pet every spirit. Just test every spirit and then you can now decide on what you want to do. So on to the second question. Man of God, uh, how will I know that someone is saved? Now that we already talked about avoiding being unequally yoked with someone. When someone comes to you, how do you know that this person is saved? Leave alone them confessing by the word of mouth. Because you know sometimes, if you state your irreducible minimums, for instance, if I tell a guy, I must date a born again man, he can just say to come to me and act born again. So how will I differentiate between men who act born again and men or rather interested candidates that are really born again? Or you will know them by their fruits. Wow. Okay. That's the part. That is. Listen. You see, in church we have highness. Even in church. Mafisi. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. And some highness will be preaching to you. Uh-huh. You see, the devil has also been preaching to us in church, and we, we are busy shouting, "I receive, uh-huh. Amen." Uh-huh. And let me tell you, you see, you will always know a man or a woman that if they are saved by how they speak uh-huh. one uh-huh. you see the bible says uh-huh. um that every spirit that comes from the lord uh-huh. every spirit listen every spirit must confess that jesus is lord uh-huh. to the glory of the father uh-huh. now if they don't if that, that is the bare minimum uh-huh. secondly uh-huh. when they say they are saved what does their character show uh-huh. because every born again must be a person of integrity character mm-hmm. how do they behave how do they speak not just around you but around others mm-hmm. and you could be you could be saved but your mouth is not saved mm-hmm. you could be having what you call verbal diarrhea mm-hmm. just a loose mouth loose mouth a mouth that is so loose mm-hmm. that it, it's faster than Christ lightning you hey. see okay uh, let me ask a question you're there and you're saying you are saved, but your actions show otherwise. Uh-huh. And you tell me, oh, the man of God, there is grace. Man of, listen, there are some things I tell people. I am not only um, a man of God, uh-huh. but I'm also a teacher. Uh-huh. So there are some nonsense you will come and I will slap you. It's called a fivefold ministration. I will slap you. Nice. Uh-huh. Because, you see, how do you how do you know someone is saved? Mm-hmm. Let me let me go to this. Your spirit will know. Mm-hmm. Now the only the only way you cannot know someone is saved mm-hmm. is when you're dead in your spirit. Mm-hmm. You, the fire that you have it so down. Mm-hmm. You see, I I can tell that my host is saved, mm-hmm. not just by how long we've known each other. But from day one, let, let me give a, a brief example. From day one, when we met with our host, mm-hmm. it was online, interestingly. Mm-hmm. During a administration in a certain group. Yeah. 
Yeah, I remember. And she hit my inbox to thank me because of the participation we had. And I knew she is saved. Why? Because my spirit is alive. My spirit is sensitive. Uh-huh. Now, if your spirit uh-huh. is not alive, is not sensitive, you will not know. Uh-huh. Some people, the Bible talks of, the, of a group of people called Tobias and Sanballat. Uh-huh. They will uh, tell Nehemiah, the prophet Nehemiah, they will tell him that the kings did not say this, God did not say this. Uh-huh. They will pretend they are priests, they will pretend. Uh-huh. They are the ones I'm calling hyenas in the church. Mm-hmm. But San, uh, Nehemiah, sorry, the Bible says Nehemiah was a lot. Uh-huh. Nehemiah knew uh-huh. and he called on the name of the Lord. Uh-huh. You know what the Bible says? That whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord will be saved. Wow. That should be answering a question that has not been asked yet. I'm not sure. But anyway, uh-huh. whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord uh-huh. will be saved. Uh-huh. So you must first of all be saved. You yourself. Don't bother with the, with the other person first. You yourself, you must be saved. Uh-huh. And you must be on fire for Jesus. Uh-huh. When you're on fire for Jesus, uh-huh. anybody else who is not on fire for him, everybody else who is not for Jesus, uh-huh. they wouldn't be comfortable around you. That is true. The flames will be burning their skins. I am a minister, my son. Uh-huh. People come to me who are not born again. Uh-huh. And they don't want to stay around me for so long. Uh-huh. They are uncomfortable. Uh-huh. Even without knowing I am a minister. Uh-huh. Why? Because there is something about me uh-huh. they are not comfortable with. Uh-huh. I get it. You see, uh-huh. demons cannot stand in my presence. Uh-huh. And why can they not stand in my presence? Because I carry the king of Jews. And he's not only the king of the Jews, but he's the king of glory. Uh-huh. The lion of the tribe of Judah. Uh-huh. The one who rose and everybody gets saved. Uh-huh. You see? Uh-huh. And because I have Jesus in me, he's alive in me, Christ has been formed in me, uh-huh. then unbelievers, they, they just have to align. Uh-huh. Nowadays, when I'm talking to unbelievers, even without them knowing I am a minister, they call me man of God. Uh-huh. And then they want to know, uh-huh. what can I do to be saved? Uh-huh. And it's interesting. It's amazing. Uh-huh. So you, that means you must first of all work on yourself. Uh-huh. Yes, I'm done with that five points. Wow, thank you so much. I think that was just so insightful. That was deep. I, I just love how you handled that question. And on to the next one. Um, how can someone become stronger in faith? Because you know, right now, we are all going through tri- tribulations, this COVID thing, people are just losing hope in life, losing hope in everything, businesses are crashing. You really want to believe that God will come through for you. The spirit is willing, but then to an extent, the body is just misbehaving. So how do we become stronger? matters faith to a point of in as much as you are tempted to feel like God will not give you a breakthrough but then you you just hold on because you know God says he will do this for you and he will certainly do it it doesn't matter whether you feel like he will or he will not so how would you encourage someone that wants to really become stronger in faith one um, allow me to quote the book of Romans Bible says in Romans Chapter 8. You know, I always love these scriptures. Romans chapter 8 and verse should be verse 17. Romans 8 17. It says, And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. No. Go back uh, 
from verse 12. From verse 12? Yes. Uh-huh. Therefore, okay, verse 12. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption, by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ. If indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. Then jump to Romans 10, Mm -hmm. verse 17. Romans 10 verse 17 says read, read, read verse 11 and then go to skip, skip to verse 17 So verse 11 Romans 10:11 says for the scripture says whoever believes in him will not be put to shame 13 13 13 says for whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved No 17 And then verse 17 says so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God Good First of all, allow me to address the one in Romans 10. That whosoever believes in him will not be put to shame. Now, you can trust you, you cannot believe in Jesus and you'll be put to shame. That is not the Jesus I know. Mm-hmm. You cannot be put to shame. Mm-hmm. It may delay, it may tarry, but you won't be put to shame. Mm-hmm. Then continues to say that whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And finally, mm-hmm. that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Mm-hmm. Hearing and hearing by the word of God. Mm-hmm. I want us to look at an interesting character. He's my friend, an old old time friend mm-hmm. called Abraham. Mm-hmm. I love Abraham so much. Mm-hmm. The Bible says that he believed God, mm-hmm. contrary to hope, mm-hmm. contrary to expectations. He mm-hmm. believed that that old man. He believed God, mm-hmm. despite everything that happened. Mm-hmm. He was dead. He's like when the Bible says he was dead. The Bible it means. His body was dead. He couldn't give, uh, he couldn't bear children. Uh-huh. He was dead. But he believed unconditionally. Uh-huh. And it was this belief in God that the Bible says it was credited to him uh-huh. as righteousness. Uh-huh. Uh, the older versions of the Bible, the King James says uh-huh. it was imputed to him for righteousness. Uh-huh. Now, to impute means to take from one's account to put into another account. For instance, if I take from my account and I put into my host account, uh-huh. and then what I am taking into my account uh-huh. is meant to settle that which she doesn't have uh-huh. and declare that she already has it. Amen. She's not the one who has it by, by default. I'm the one who has it. Uh-huh. But I'm taking from my account and putting it into her account uh-huh. and declaring that she has it. Uh-huh. That is called imputing. Uh-huh. So the Bible says that it was imputed to Abraham uh-huh. as righteousness. Wow. Two, Psalms, the Bible in Psalms should be Psalms 37, verse 23, 24. The Bible says that uh, the Lord orders the steps. Mm-hmm. Now, many times I have doubted, many times I have hidden myself under my blankets, and I'm like, God, you don't love me, God, you ain't doing this and all that. Mm-hmm. But then I'm reminded of that scripture that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. That means even if you're staggering, even if you don't see where you're going, your steps are ordered by the Lord. Amen. It may not seem like it, but trust to me, uh-huh. you're ordered by the Lord. Uh-huh. And in the same breath, uh-huh. 
Because the Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That means you already know it. That's the first thing. Now, you cannot believe that which you have not heard. So, you will hear. And then you have to hear by the, the word, word of, of God. God. Not just hearing, but hearing by the word of God. And it says, uh-huh. not hearing the word of God. It uh-huh. has used by. Uh-huh. Hearing by the word of God. That means, you see, the word of God, uh-huh. he hears God. Uh-huh. The word of God is God. Uh-huh. The word of God is a person. So you can hear by this word, who is Jesus? And you take what he has written, you take what he has said, I tell myself many times, I take the Bible and I go through it and I tell myself, young man, the Bible says this and that and that. If the Bible says I am healed, then I am healed. You believe it unconditionally. No matter what the reality says, Uh because my my reality and my listeners' reality, it is not what we see. Uh Our reality is great. Our reality is in the spirit. Uh You see? And as a parting shot for that uh, question, mm-hmm. is what I tell people mm-hmm. that we walk by faith, mm-hmm. not by sight. Wow. When faith, when sight comes, mm-hmm. we con- we continue walking and we bless the Lord, mm-hmm. but we still walk by faith, not by sight. Not by sight, mm-hmm. because you will mess up if you walk by sight. Mm-hmm. You may not be having food tonight mm-hmm. or whichever day. Mm-hmm. Your house may be locked. Mm-hmm. But still, mm-hmm. you're choosing mm-hmm. to believe that that is not your reality. Mm-hmm. You're choosing to believe that God doesn't hate you. Mm-hmm. You're choosing to believe that God will still provide. He's still Jireh. Mm-hmm. Whether you have it or you don't. And trust mm-hmm. me, whether you have food or not, whether your house is locked or not, he still remains to be God. Oh my God. By the way, you guys, before we started this show, this something emoji told me. He told me that soft life is a dimension in God. <laughs> he just told me that soft life is just not the soft life. We love to vocalize out here. Soft life is a dimension in God. Anyway, you guys, uh, time is up and I feel so bad. I really wanted to continue doing this, but then you understand some logistics will not really allow us. But I promise you, next time, Emoji, by the next time I am hosting you, we will be doing an hour-long show. But for now, I think we will just have to Put an end at this particular point and you guys i love you so much thank you for tuning in thank you for tuning in and i hope you guys enjoyed this make sure you give me your feedback so i have around two minutes to give to the man of god to give us a parting shot and maybe say the the, the grace for us and then you will not hear from me again by this so you guys goodbye and i love you i love you i love you and you know it give me your feedback on whatsapp my number is 0708746900. And so, Emoji, maybe give us your parting shot and then we can end the show. And God bless you for coming. Thank you so much. Now, as I come to a close, as I come to a close, you you may be there and you're wondering, but then does God love me? That is a question that many people ask. Does God love you? Trust me, He loves you, whether you like it or not. Hey, God loves you. And he loves you until your wrinkles grow. Wow. Mm-hmm. He loves God loves recklessly. Mm-hmm. He loves you recklessly. It doesn't matter what you did yesterday, it doesn't matter what you say, doesn't matter who you slept with, but he still loves you. Mm-hmm. I know he feels bad. Many times he does. But you still are loved and you matter to God. You could be listening to us and you 
haven't received Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Mm-hmm. You could be here. I, I never fail to tell my people this or my listeners this. Mm-hmm. You could be here and you haven't received Jesus. As you, you, you'll be talking to our host here. But just say this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I welcome into my heart to be my Lord and my Savior. The things of the world and all the devil, I do not want them. I want you, Jesus. So wash me today by the blood that was shed on Calvary's tree. Make me whole. Make me alive for the glory and honor of your name. From today, I am saved. From today, I'm a child of God. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And now, finally, brethren. Hey, you know what the Bible says? As I now, this is my party shot. I promise. I promise. You know, <laughs> you know what the Bible says. You know, many of us ministers, we, we are usually we usually have that problem. We finish seven times. That's a good minister. Mm-hmm. They they always finish seven times. Mm-hmm. Now, my parting shot. It's found in the book of Acts, chapter twenty, and verse thirty-two. And now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of His grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. Mm-hmm. Now, Father, we love you. We bless you and we honor your name. Our listeners are blessed. They are healed. And Lord, may them at their point of need because you are good and because you are God. We love you and we honor you. In Jesus' name we give thanks. Amen. 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 Goodbye, good people. I will be seeing you tomorrow for our usual, usual programs and I'll be having another guest by the this time round. I'll do a gender balance. She'll be a lady. So goodbye. I love you. I love you. I love you. And God bless you.